Kia ora, I'm Ra Mead and this is uh, my wee store, Thrifted Streetwear. Um, we have a ton, oh no, nah, this is wrong, sorry. Take one. Meet Ra Mead. Now, it's no easy feat to get her to talk about herself and her business. She shies away from the glare of a video camera. Ra grew up in the 80s and is a bit of a 90s fan. The music, the culture and the streetwear. She's turned her love of bargain bin shopping into a small business. This is our store Thrift of Streetwear, um, located down Casabella Lane in Hamilton off Barton Street. And here we have a variety of pre-loved vintage American streetwear and we're open seven days. We work every day. Because it's not work, we love what we do. In the series on Tiahika, we talk to Māori small business owners who are still finding their bearing in the business world, but are enjoying the process of developing a steady clientele and taking their product to the masses. Thrifted Streetwear is located downtown Hamilton. It's a small space with the name of the shop graffitied, spray-painted, on the internal walls. Clothes racks are lined alongside the shop with accessories and shoes located in the middle of the store. The clothing labels are still around today, reminiscent of the rise of urban streetwear back in the 90s. Ra clearly has a passion for 90s streetwear. But for 14 years, for her day job, she wore a different kind of uniform. I'm relatively new to business. I first um, got interested when I went on maternity leave with our third child. Uh, we had three children, two girls, and then we finally had our boy, who's our baby and spoilt tamariki and the blooming whanau. But um, so when I was on maternity leave, I was um, a police officer at that stage. After 14 years, my husband and I spoke and I said to him, I really don't want to go back to work. I want to stay home with boy. And I think it's so true about mums and their sons, that connection. So we made that decision. It was quite a hard decision because I really loved my job and I, I, I praise the police big time and um, I'll always advocate for them. If anyone wants to join, I'm always the first one in there saying, just follow your dreams. Were you a police officer in Hamilton? or were so you... In um, Huntley and oh, yeah. the surrounding areas up there. And um, it wasn't until then that... I thought, right, I might resign and just actually be a stay-at-home mum. But um, right through my life, when we moved to Hamilton when I was three, we lived at the end of a driveway that had an op shop at the end, just out here on Anglesey Street. And I just had a love of op shopping. Just loved it. Loved to just see what people would throw away, what they would class as junk, and I would just love going to op shop. So that gave me the opportunity to um, kind of turn my hobby into some money making husbands at work I thought oh I'll try and make some grocery money and uh, find something and flip it and it just it just progressed from there so it's only been the last um, three years I've really gotten into trying to turn it into a career make some good profit and 
Um, yeah, that's where it stemmed from, basically. Were you an avid op shopper since a young girl, and then yes. when you became a police officer, you would still maintain that op shopping hobby? Well, it's a funny story, actually. So even, I, I'm very boring. I've only had three jobs. I worked at Inland Revenue when I left high school, then I went and joined the Army. I was in there about five years, and then kind of progressed into the police where I did 14 years. But I've just op shopped right through. So the boys in the police would always say, Ra, what are you doing in the police? You're, so, you're making more money side hustle. And I would be at work and I'd be on Trade Me. And the boys would be like, Ra, you do your court file over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minimise it so they couldn't see it. But um, I would find stuff and go, oh, no, that's an easy, just, it was more a hobby. And I just found fun in it. So I've always been one of these little... I don't know what they call me, side hustle kind of thing when I was in the job. Opportunist or, you know. Yeah, very much so. I could see something that would be, um, like I say, just make a little bit of extra money. So you left the police, you had your third child, you decided, yeah, I don't want to go back to mahi, and then you took over being a op shopper or a um, bargain finder. Yeah, well, apart from, well, that was such a new adventure. I had, we'd had our two girls and I would, they were like four or five months old and they'd go straight to daycare and I'd go straight back onto the streets and work. So when I took on um, being a stay-at-home mum full-time, it was very much an eye-opener. I thought it was the best decision that we'd ever made and I'm grateful that I took that leap. But yeah, I did turn into um, a bit of a full-time op shopper and um, garage sailor and finding um, bargains online and... I just ran into, it was quite a great opportunity. There was a local op shop here, and I managed to, she would sell me bales. So we kind of went from buying one or two pieces to buying 400 pieces to... Bulk buying. Bulk bulk buying, yeah. And I thought, right, I might just make a little Facebook page and and see how I go. And when we hit our first 100 members, I was like, yes! You know, cracked (laughs) open a bottle of... Bailey's or whatever it was, and was just so chuffed with it. And now our Facebook page is at um, just under 19,000 members. Her home was filled to the brim with clothes, and it made sense to divide the spaces, as she explains. It probably wasn't until maybe um, the 1,000-member mark. I was like, wow, heaps of people are joining. It was probably at that mark that I thought, um, might just give this a go. Never really imagined us going into a shop. It was more, we had... um, constructed racks in our double garage and we would have customers that would come and visit us and shop at home so it was more at home business I really liked it like that for probably the first couple of years and I only came into the shop it was um, oh, a very serendipitous moment when I'm walking down the lane and this is a lane that yep. I've loved when I went to girls high Yes. so I was looking at the shop immediately across from us and the lady that was in this shop saw me in the lane. She'd come out of her door and she just said, um, excuse me, are you, are you looking for a shop? And I said, actually, I am. So we got in here at a really good deal. It was a nine-month trial period, and I thought that's a good amount of time to see if, one, I can do it, um, understand all the rules and regulations of running a shop. And it was just very, very lucky. Yeah, but, you, but that's what you mean by the serendipity. Yeah, very... very um, very much so. And she's just rem- oh, remained a very good friend. I love her. We did do. you have the stock at the time to run a shop? I did. And that's um, when my husband said to me, look, you need to get out of here. I can't see our couch anymore. <laughs> I don't know where our children are. Are they buried under your clothes? It was very, yeah, it took over the house. Yeah. And I have pictures, I could probably show you, of, um, 
yeah, I should have. He said, you need to be on hoarders. I think there's something wrong with you. So that was that gave me the push too because our house was a bit of a nightmare. Thrifted streetwear is not your typical bargain or hokoroko shop. First, there's the labels of the streetwear. Starter, Stussy, Tommy Hilfiger, Gucci, and she's even got a couple of pieces of Cross Colours, a label that was made popular in the early 1990s from the rap and hip-hop culture. Think vintage urban streetwear. But to build up her stock, Ra hires people who work on her behalf across the states. Thrifted Streetwear, every item I buy, we buy from the States. I either personally go over to the States and thrift it myself, or we have, I have a number of guys over there that um, thrift daily. That's their passion also, and um, it's good that I'm able to help them out. They can make a bit of money, and I appreciate that the effort they put into getting up at 3, 4 in the morning to go to the flea markets. Um, for me, when I'm over there... All over the just, States or just like Los Angeles? All over the States. Get a dart, throw it at the map, and I just go there. I pretty much just go anywhere that I think is going to be good. And to be perfectly honest, in the States, anywhere is good. Because the variety we have here in New Zealand, sadly, is nowhere near what you can get in the States. Uh, last trip we went to, uh, we, I went to um, Austin in Texas, and it was it was just amazing. Um, just the variety, like I say, is just so huge. And I've only been to LA and been to Vegas and, and Texas. I don't know where I'm going to go next, to be honest. Um, Did I've, you find some good scores in Texas? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I could have stayed there longer. It's never long enough. I'm only over there about a week. But when I turn up there, I rock in there and... They'll ask me if I'm there to donate because I'm there with my big bags. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I've just got off a plane from New Zealand. I'm just here to shop and they think I'm crazy. And they're like, oh, yeah, come in. So. so you're there for about a week. You come home with, I don't know, a couple of suitcases? Yeah, come home with a couple of suitcases. If I can't get everything home, I box it up while I'm there and ship it back to New Zealand. Mainly vintage gears I go after, your Nike, Adidas, yes. Fila, Kappa. And if, you've, if you're a Netflix fan, there's got like there's about four um, hip-hop, docos on Netflix that I've come across and one talked about the fashion of the 90s and um, Cross Colours features heavily in it and I've seen your Cross Colours jacket hanging on the wall. Isn't that beautiful? I actually bought that for myself. It was a personal buy but I've got... back in the 90s or just lately? Oh yes, no, back in the 90s. Loved all of this. Fubu, Carl Carney and I love it. Um, I buy stuff. I need to sneak it because my ladies, I have two lovely ladies that work here. Lovely um, Māori sisters from Ngarawahi also, um, Ailea and Hayley Clay. And they're, they're, they kind of watch me like a hawk because I'll buy stuff and I try and sneak it home. I actually, <laughs> I buy a lot of personal stuff, but they're like, no, Ra, you didn't buy that for your wardrobe. Your wardrobe's full enough to just get that in the shops and I've smuggled no, it home. No, it's just like, I haven't seen that like in the flesh for at least 20-odd exactly. years. Eh? Yes, exactly. And when I saw that with... Um, it's a real hard brand to get by. I may have, in the two or three years that I've been doing this, may have only had maybe three pieces. So it's um, a brand that I personally feel never went out of fashion. A lot of people come in and go, oh, all the old stuff is back. And I correct them. I say, it never went out, girl. What do you mean it's coming back? It never went anywhere, honey. Have you, has anyone accused you of like living in the past from your attire? No. That's cool. What, you mean it's not the 90s now? <laughs> What do you mean, we're in the past? (laughs) 
Before the business moved from her home to downtown Hamilton, Ra tapped into business programs with Waikato Innovation Park. She was helped along by business growth advisor Kahurangi Taylor. And after a few short months, they picked up a new business award. At that time, we had just come in the shop. I had jumped in here with no investors, no tons of money in the bank. I jumped in here on a credit card. And at the time, the, the Waikato Innovation are lovely and they have these vouchers that you can, um, uh, I think $5,000 vouchers, something like that. And they help towards, they can pay half of the mentoring fee. So sadly at that time, had I had the money, mm. I very well would have jumped on it. But sometimes I think sadly, unless you've got um, lots of extra money in the kitty, yes. then that's definitely a route that I would h- highly recommend to yeah. businesses. Um, but I... I I speak regularly with Kahurangi and I find her very inspirational. And even though she's not a mentor as such, yeah. I, I draw a lot of um, knowledge from her. Um, so if I was to pick a mentor, yeah, I'd probably say definitely Kahurangi and Jane, who has been a business owner for well over 10 years, just draw the um, knowledge of f- um, and, and other friends that own businesses. So, um, Well, it won you an award last year. Well, oh, yes, we're, we're still reeling over that. Um, uh, the... I think Kaurangi let us know. I mentioned these awards and I kind of looked at it and thought, hey, you know what, girls, should we just throw our name in the hat? At that stage, I think we'd only been in the shop maybe five or six months. We've, I just put my name in and a young reporter came and did, this, did a little story. We put our application in and, um, yeah, the, we got the email to say, we've received your nomination, thank you. They gave us the date and dress code. Yes, so black tie. Black tie and cocktail dress. And when I got that email, I, run, I rang them straight away. I said, ah, it's right here from Thrifted Street. Here. Um, I just, I just, I just, I, I'm not going to wear a dress. Is that okay with you guys? And um, I think it was Vanessa from the business uh, Central Business Association said, you know what, Ra, I wouldn't expect anything less. You just wear whatever you like. <laughs> I went, oh, kia ora, kia ora. It's just that I feel if I went in a dress, I wouldn't really take the essence of what our shop is about and what we're about. And that's about streetwear, thrifted. I didn't want to, being the frugal person, like I told you, I've been an op shopper. I don't want to go buy no new dress and I just thought I said to the girls like I really want us to really go and showcase our shop so we went I can show you some pictures we went our girls went in some Tommy Hilfiger denim overalls I went in like this polo I went, actually went in these I went in these track <laughs> pants that's yeah I you did went, you I wore went, track pants to a <laughs> cocktail dinner that's how we roll Justin that's how we roll I wore the old kappa track pants and a, a, a polo windbreaker glasses or oh, and a visor you know night time anyway we rocked in there it was like a scratched record moment people at the door going and yeah they looked at us didn't want to ask if we were in the wrong place who are we, you who are you you guys look nothing like anybody else here but I handed them a ticket. We walked in there and walked past people. And we just got all these sideways looks. And me being me, I just, I don't, it didn't bother me. And then when they read out our category. And you won. It's still surreal, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. I still don't know if the crowd were laughing with me or at me, actually. <laughs> when you watch the video, you can decide, actually. <laughs> I'm up there, and I did ask the girls, oh, my gosh, I didn't go up there holding a beer, did I? And went, no, you actually put it down. We were quite surprised. Um, but, no, we accepted the award graciously, and we're just so... 
I'm still ecstatic. That, that's just a nice little tick in the box and a, a, a little award for the CV for such a new business that we still are, but back then we were much newer. Yes, fledgling. Yeah. Um, no, I loved it. Yeah, we loved it. It was just a huge, huge achievement. When you walk into Thrifted Street, we are the first thing you hear is 90s music blaring in the background. There's a small space to navigate the clothes racks filled to the brim with streetwear. Here, she takes me on a tour. What do the kids like these days? They love that polo, the button-up, the short sleeve, whether it's, um, I suppose the um, weather contributes to what they're wearing these days, but and stripes. Nike foams, which I believe we do sell here in New Zealand, but these certain ones, the Fruity Pebbles, um, didn't release in New Zealand. So I do tend to go after shoes, clothing, accessories that just are not anywhere else unless you're in a um, shop that's similar to mine. So we like to have one-off pieces and exclusive kind of pieces that you can't otherwise get anywhere else. Fantastic. Okay, and what do the adults go for? So what's made a, made a comeback in recent years is... Obviously, Stussy has made a big comeback that was popular in my day. Yes, yes. Um, so, what do the like the teenagers, maybe the twenty plus year olds, go for? Are they go, are they coming here to they're getting back into the retro feel? Or I think the kids uh, look. It's a bit of everything. Yeah. If I were to pick, it's really hard in Sports, here because basketball, um, starter. Starter's always, always popular. Um, I think Champion's making a huge resurgence. Um, our hoodies and crews, Champion brand, I think I may only have maybe a couple of pieces left. When we do get them in, they're out straight away. Um, the tearaways. I'm sure we all own these tearaways back in the <laughs> That's day. That's what the dome button's down the That's side. The one, you know, when you have like these vintage Nike pair, which are, like, these are from the 90s. So these are a good 30-year-old pair. But when you look at the condition, you wouldn't think it was that old. No. And, um, yeah, these are hugely popular. The, the guys and girls love the tearaways. Yes. So yeah. this is this rack like all your starter jackets? So this is yeah, it's a variety. We've got Harley Davidson, Reebok. Look, um, there's a few unbranded Champion. Um, it's a bit of a mixture on here, but um, with the weather slightly cooling down lately, um, hopefully these um, will go flying out the door. But um, yes, yeah, starter jackets hugely popular. I think I may have two on the racks. I have a few customers who buy every Champion. Ah, uh, sorry starter jacket that comes in so I'm always trying to keep them happy and keeping the racks replenished with those brands. And are they people that actually know their, know their stuff? Like they know what to look for? Yeah. I, I would say a ton of our customers are very, very much into their retro gears. Some of them are young, some of them are older, so it's not like a, a generational thing, it's just a personal taste or could be just how they've been brought up yeah. um, with mum and dad's gears, seeing them and then just wanting to um, mirror what they had and yeah I don't know but I mean how could you not love this gear how could you not I'm like Ra is a naturally enthusiastic person, but throughout our interview, she's wearing sunglasses. She has Graves' disease, where her immune system affects the eye area and can cause inflammation. She can't be in highly lit places for very long and keeps the sunglasses on wherever she is, right up until bedtime. Here, she talks about how she copes with this disease. I am... Contracted Graves' disease of the eyes about 
uh, four years ago. It's been four years, and um, it's a condition. It's a it's a condition that's become more common. Um, according to the doctors, um, and it's just a condition where my eyes just are super sensitive to the light, whether it's the sun or artificial light, and um, hence why I wear my sunglasses, yeah. I pretty much wear glasses until I go to bed, even just with dim, we have quite dim lighting at home just to cater for that. Um, Treatment-wise, I, I mean, I've had um, radiation treatment for my eyes. I um, did a two-week course. They thought that might um, help them, and to be honest, it, it has. There was a stage probably about two years ago where my eyes were always like this. So now that they've been able to close a little bit more, it, it's really improved. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's the condition with my eyes and why I wear sunglasses. So it's been a year and a bit now since Thrifted Streetwear has been operating and how have things been? It's been excitement. I've loved the journey. Um, if it was an easy road, everyone would be self-employed and everyone would have a business and I think that's what I like about um, this journey. It's drama-filled, it's it's excitement, it's just, a, I don't know, a plethora of emotions and I wouldn't have it any other way. I think, um, you know, moving forward, I would love to open a second store. Um, this year might be a little bit overzealous, but definitely by next year. Um, Location-wise, our Auckland customers are really pulling us up there. But there are other amazing shops like mine that are already established in Auckland. Yeah. I may probably look somewhere else, and I'd love to... I wouldn't mind going over to the Mount, you know. I'd go stay over there for the weekend and run the <laughs> shop. Yeah. We have um, members on our Facebook page from America, Australia... Tonga, the islands, um, where else do we? So you are shipping? Yes, we're shipping internationally too. So we do have, um, we ship abroad as well. Without my amazing sisters Mm. and the support that my staff have given me, this this wouldn't even be happening. So it's been a collective kind of journey for all of us. And as you can imagine, we've got three strong uh, personalities, a Māori woman, so I don't think you can get any more dramatic than that. We have our ups and downs in the shop, but we just love it. And then we have a little, um, we have our weekly meetings and we voice anything that's of concern. Um, we get it off our chest and then go get some lunch. Come back and get back to work, you know. Okay, girls, you guys finished moaning? Right, let's go get a feed. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, the last year has been, if I were to be able to do it all again, I would. The goods and the bads, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Kia ora, Ra Mead, small business owner of thrifted streetwear in Hamilton. Koe ranga kaupapa kōrero mō tēnei haura, me hoke mai anō koutou hei te rātapu e tū mai nei. Mauri tū, mauri ora. I can remember
right though, I can't lie. She's just one of those corners of my mind, and I just put her right back with the rest. That's the way it goes, I guess. But I have to put it right back with the rest. 